Hey y'all, welcome to Truth's Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, C. How you doing, girl? I'm doing all right today. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, nothing that a little bit of laughter can't make better. Nothing that a little bit of laughter hey, can't make hey. better. Hey, <laughs> you know, we need a little cackle at, at, at the table. We need a little a cackle. holy cackle right there from, from the lower deck. <laughs> And you know what? We got just the right person at the table oh, to bring that on. out of us. Come on. Okay, so y'all know, our listeners, y'all know we are rarely at this table with just the two of us. So we are honored to have Anna C. Douglas at the table with us. Oh, yeah. Hey! <laughs> hey, hey everybody. Praise hey. the Lord. Hey, praise him. <laughs> hey, praise him. Praise him. How you doing, sis? I am good. I'm, I'm good. God is good. How you guys doing? Yeah, Amy, doing well. Yeah, hey. We are we are doing well, and we are so happy to have you at this table for real, for real. Let me um let the listeners know a little bit more about you, and then we will okay. jump in. I'm so excited. Uh, Anna is well known across the nation for her ability to make people laugh. Her love for making people laugh began at an early age while in fellowship with friends and family. The North Carolina native has made TV appearances toward the country with some of the top internet sensations and collaborated with numerous gospel artists. She cleverly intertwines her love for God into her comedy. Welcome to the table, Anna. Welcome to the thank table. You, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you. So here's the thing. So here's the reputation of uh, Truth's Table, all right? So we we talk about race. Mm-hmm. We talk about white supremacy. We talk about, and, and what Jesus has to say about that in the gospel. And everybody's like, we love your show so much, but it's so heavy. <laughs> so, so we leave them, you know, in the depths of despair and we tell them, look to Jesus. That's what we do. And then, and then we intersperse it with some trauma laughter. As you see, we're cackling in between all this very, very evil things. And so, so that's what we do. And so we were like, you know what? We need somebody funny to come to the table and talk to us about humor and what that has to do with God and our faith and all of that. So we are honor so we don't want to hear from our listeners no more saying that we ain't fun <laughs> and we so, are fun for the record okay <laughs> we are fun so Anna if you could just tell our listeners just a little bit yeah, more about who you are we'd love to hear it <laughs> well like I said um, I'm a comedian um, I gear a lot of my comedy towards the gospel um, mm. I'm from North Carolina North Cacolac I have been to, I've been in church all my life. All of my mm. life I've been in church, born and raised. Mm. Mm. Um and I love God. I love and I absolutely love to make people mm. laugh. It's mm. it's a wonderful gift that God gave me and I am so excited to use it and yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yes. And what, <laughs> what denomination are you in? What, 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 um, what actually I am non denomination. A lot of my fans oh, okay think that mm-hmm. I am uh, Kojic. A lot of I people so. think that, yeah. I, yeah, a lot of people think that I'm holiness <laughs> or Pentecostal. So, um, right. which actually I started out, uh, the church that I grew up in, we started out as holiness and the Pentecostal and then now we're um, non-denomination. So I went Got through it. all of, yeah, yeah. Got uh, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you were a non-denom, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure or or Kojic possibly. I know you about that holiness though. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Oh, <laughs> so, so funny. So funny. Well, 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 Anna. You know, so, so I'm 
you know, a lot of us, we think we're funny. You know, I'm one of those people who I, I crack myself <laughs> up, even if I'm the only one laughing. And But some people really are actually funny. They have they have kind of a skill and a gift. And I'm curious if you could tell us the story of, of when you began to notice that you were that you were funny or that or people were responding mm-hmm. to you and and uh, resonating with the things that you said. And from, even from like early childhood or was it much later in your development? Just want to get some insight into really when you knew that you were a funny person. Uh, well, I, I've always been silly. Um, I've been the class mm-hmm. clown and, um, you know, I would say little things in the midst of you know, commotion and people would laugh. I remember one time, actually the time I kind of figured it out. Um, I was playing around with um, some of my friends after church and uh, we was just cutting up and a lady, mm. she was nearby and she was laughing or whatever. And, and at the end she came up to me and she said, you know, you should be a comedian. And I was mm. like, what? You think I can be a comedian? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of sparked that, you know, right there in my there life. There you go. <laughs> Wow. But, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, um, it sounds like that, that seed was planted and then mm-hmm. it just got watered. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, but let me, and that's- let me tell you now that when she told me that I was gonna, you know, I should be a comedian, I thought, Hey, I'm just going to jump on a stage uh, and just tell uh, jokes. And I failed horribly when I jumped uh, on that stage. Mm. So I had to learn you know, the, the different process, the timing of mm-hmm. it and all of that. So well, tell, tell us about, yeah. tell us about that experience, wow. Anna, uh, if, if it ain't too traumatic. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, like well, what, okay. yeah, the process of getting on the, I, it seems like it's one of those things, at least I've heard from other comedians that you kind of have to bomb in order to, you know, you kind of have to go through that, go through a little bit of the yeah. suffering. <laughs> so yeah. Tell us a little oh, bit about that story. So, um, one of the ladies at the church, um, she had a family reunion and she said, well, you know what? I'm going to get you to come to my family reunion and do, you know, maybe like a 10 minute set. And I was like, okay, yeah. You know, me thinking, just getting up on here and just, you know, pretending like I'm around everybody else. Cause you know, yeah. being around somebody and just saying something funny is totally different than standing <laughs> up in front of people <laughs> and yep. you trying to make them laugh. So I got on the stage and there is a comedy bit that I still do today. Um, it's um, called, the uh, Helen Baylor testimony. <laughs> and um, I got up and I tried to do it. But when I did it, I didn't know how to introduce it. I didn't know the timing. So they thought I was telling a real testimony. <laughs> oh, <So> no. <laughs> they were looking oh, at me no. like, okay, she, she did drugs. When she, wait a minute. What? Okay. Oh, my and gosh. I was like, no. oh, no, no, no. So they, they didn't really laugh at all. They kind of gave me the the pity clap, you know, the church clap. You just okay, mm-hmm. babe, that's enough. Mm-hmm. All right, you know. So that's I was like, oh my goodness, I'm never doing comedy again. But, oh my um, gosh, yeah. Anna, can we? Oh my, can we? Can we get a little <laughs> sample of Helen Baylor's testimony? Oh just, my goodness! Just, just, Wait just a minute, no, are you okay? <laughs> Okay, so um, for real, for real? Okay. you could do this. You could do. <laughs> All right, so um, you guys, you guys heard the testimony um of her uh yeah. Okay, well here here is my version. I cannot believe I'm getting ready to. Here is my version mm, yes, of that yes. testimony. <clears throat> Glory, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. By the time I was two, my mother began to teach me how to swim. <laughs> And one day I began to drown and my grandmother said, save my granddaughter. 
and daughter cheese. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I love it. Let me see, let me see. By the time I was 12, I began to sing back up for Elmo in the Sesame Street gang. And uh-uh, uh-uh. All around Disney World. And by the time I was 19, I began to, the bill collectors begin to call me and they say, you owe this and you owe that. And I said, I don't belong to you. <laughs> you gotta see, you gotta see. You did that. You did that. I love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my. So tell, yeah. talk to us though about how um how you went from bombing. Uh, oh we yes, thank you for yes. Sister Helen. Uh, yes. and the bomb. Thank you, Jesus, the providential bomb. Um, um and, and the family reunion, bombing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going into the social comedy on IG and social media. How did that come about? How, like, do you still do stage um, um, comedy on the stage or is it exclusively IG and Facebook and, you know, um, talk to us about that, how that came about. Okay. Well, um, how it came about. Well, first of all, once I, I got my timing down, I connected with, um, his name is Willie Brown. I don't know if you guys are familiar with comedian mm-hmm. Willie Brown. He does mm-hmm. the dummy doll. Well, anyways, um, I connected with him and, um, he kind of talked with me and kind of helped me build my set and my material mm-hmm. and I got, I got better at it. So yes. eventually I started, you know, traveling, doing the stage, um, uh, sets or whatever. And, um, then when I got on social media, I noticed that it was a lot of videos on there that was funny. Yeah. Now I'm still yeah. I'm still traveling doing the comedy, but I'm on social media looking at videos mm-hmm. and hilarious videos. So but, funny. But some of them are vulgar, you know, mm-hmm. some of them probably said, you know, and mm-hmm. I got the Saints following me and I said, I can't mm-hmm. share this, Lord, I can't share mm-hmm. this stuff. But it mm-hmm. is hilarious. <laughs> and then I saw <laughs> and then I saw um Lex. Yeah. Um like yes. Yes. yes, she's so funny. Her. She is hilarious. I saw her doing it. And I said, man, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. Yeah. So I, like, I, I want to create something that everybody mm. can watch and share. Yes. You know, you can be on your phone and call in Grandma mm-hmm. Susie or Uncle Bob or the children. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, look at this, look at this. And everybody can laugh. So I said, well, let, let me give it a try. So I began to... Uh, you know, do little things, do little segments. I, I started watching other comedians that was doing things like not Carlton Banks and uh, Kev on stage. And I was like, okay. Yes. So I started, um, you know, doing my little set and the video, the first video that went viral was the prophecy oh, that doesn't make sense. What, I don't know if you guys and, saw and what that, happens there, that Anna. one. <laughs> but that is that is the video where um, I played the prophet, which is actually one of the characters I still play in my videos. Um, she's prophesying to one of the members of the church, but she is saying all kind of stuff. I mean, she's saying a bird that don't have any wings is getting ready to fly over. You, you got to watch. Prophet so, yeah. And so the lady that's receiving it is looking around like, what in the world is she talking about? And um, oh, uh, oh man, I wish I could play that now. Um, I think I end. We can get I, it. We can get the cop. We can get. We can have it uh, played on here if you like. Yep. With the bands. The Lord told me to tell you 
there's going to be a season in your life that's going to be on a mountaintop. And on the mountaintop, there's going to be a plant. And when the plant grows, an astronaut will come and take it to outer space. Because see, when you get out of space, the planet to the universe is going to come forth. And ye that have reached down within you is going to strip the very fruit of the oranges and the grapes. And when the deer that's planted by the river come and try to mail and go forth in the anointing that the chair that you won't be able to sit in. There's going to be a car that you won't be able to drive. There's going to be a house that you won't be able to live in. There's going to be a cookie that will never be baked. And when your life depends on it, you're going to be able to fly with wings, not as an eagle, but with wings as a bird on top of a car that is moving. Your life will begin to speak things that have happened over the course of the years that McDonald's won't be able to prosper. God's going to do it for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Um but yeah, you know you mentioned something and I actually have a, a little bit of a follow up. You mentioned something about timing, comedic timing and for us non-comedians, what if you could explain what that means? Um and and then yeah, I'd love for you to explain like what does timing mean? How can we understand um what that means? And now that you after going viral, is there pressure? Do you feel pressure um, to keep up, you know, with, with the funny jokes or do you feel like it just comes naturally to you? Um, okay. Well, what you want me to ask? Which First one you want one me to about, go? Just, just explaining just um, comedic timing for the us timing. that non-comics, we don't know. You know, what does that mean when you were like, he, he was helping me to um, understand my timing and helping you craft that. Like, what, what does that mean? What do you mean by timing? Okay, timing. Timing yeah. plays a big part in comedy. Mm. You could actually, you really don't have to be funny, but if you have timing, you'll come across funny. And what I mean mm. is, um, I can say uh, Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. If I say it in the right timing, it'll be funny. You know, right. if I say, okay, Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall versus Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Mm. Oh, the wall. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's, it's, right, you know right, saying? right. It's, it's, it's the timing. It's the way yeah. you set it up. And um, and that, that uh, is what I had to understand. Uh -huh. When to give the punchline, when to hold back, when to give the suspense, when to make you think or when to make you say, oh, okay, okay, mm. that's where she's going. So yeah, that's what I mean as far as, you know, with timing. Thank so, you. And that follow-up <laughs> question I think you had was yeah. about, and, um, yeah, really the... the so when you are successful, right, if you get the, you know, the million clicks or what, whatever the measurement is, right, a lot of buzz, do you, do you feel a sense of pressure or anxiety yeah. about always being funny? Um, and, and how do you manage that? Um, at first, yes, I was, I felt a lot of pressure um, towards that. And I began to, at one point, it was so much to me. At one point I began mm -hmm. to get depressed because mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm not, I'm not on my game. I'm not this. I'm not that. You know, I said, Oh, I got to find a video. I got to find this. I got to, I got to do this. I got to mm -hmm. do. And, and it was so much until one day God spoke to me and said, wait a minute, you know, you, this, this is my doing this, 
you need to come to me. This let me control this. And I was like, okay, okay, uh, okay. Let me let me chill out. Um, because you would be amazed at how many people will glue themselves to this just so that they could mm-hmm. be number one. And and I had to break that mindset because that's not what I'm going for. You know, I'm I'm now I am going for ministry. I'm on a whole nother level and thinking in that. But mm-hmm. um, but when God began to speak to me and about that waiting on him, that's when I came mm-hmm. up with or came out with <laughs> the low key anointed videos. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know yeah so um but now you know it's like i'll make a video whenever you know or whenever and mm. it's to the point now that i have so many ideas coming at me which wow. i believe is god's wow. you know waking up in the morning and actually putting him first yeah. there's stuff that's just coming at me like i'm saying well okay well i could just do this video today and i could do this video tomorrow and some are hit and some will mm. go crazy some may not hit you know yeah. and it's just like whatever you know it's not a, a big deal as it was to me the first time that I went viral because mm. I felt like all of my videos had to go viral. You know, all of my videos had to hit a million mm. views and that that just wasn't working, you know, mm. for me. <laughs> wow. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm, I said a lot. I, I hope no, I answered the question. You did. Okay. You did. And just you talking about God, I'm wondering if, you know, we always say that God has a sense of humor. Now- mm-hmm. I feel like God's jokes um, in my life are not funny, though. <laughs> uh, so I feel like you be playing games in my life sometimes, but okay. Um, so like, <laughs> um, God, is, I believe that's like a divine attribute. Like, it's like, but like, God, this ain't funny. Like, humor. Like, Thank I you, Lord, for humor. For my yeah. birthday, really? That's not funny. Um, so, like, so I'm curious if there's like something God has done in your life. If there's a story about how God is like, okay, God, you funny. You funny. You got jokes. Like, has there been a, a moment in your life where you like, wow, like your own ministry reflects God's humor, right? And his sense of humor. Uh, so if you could share, if, if you, if there's a story that comes to mind about just, you know, God's own humor and how that shows up in your own life. Um, you mean as far as feeling as if uh, I was a part of a joke? well you know um so i'm single for such a time as this right me too (laughs) and you know i I, i've been i've been praying to the lord you know for uh uh, a righteous man you know Mm -hmm. and and i'm a i'm kind of a tall sister you know i'm 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 a, I'm a little tall, you know. So, I, you know, I, I, I've just been praying to God for this wonderful man, you know, that God would send me. And and one day this, this guy came, I was sitting down and he walked up to me and we began to talk. And I mean, he was just everything I was praying. I was like, man, this is. This is nice. He looks nice. He he has a nice personality. Okay, maybe we could, you know, just make him work out. I might give him my number. And so, you know, I stood up yep. <laughs> to talk, you know. And when I stood up, I noticed that he came to almost to my waistline. Maybe a little higher. <laughs> wow, wow. All right, wow, and I yeah. said, uh, now, Lord, uh, you know I'm too tall for this. Now, come on. Now, Lord. Wow. I asked for a man, maybe I should have put his height in there, you know, but, um, <laughs> That's funny. you know, I said, okay, God, you know, is this, this really, you know, really, you know, but wow. maybe we're specific Very to the Lord. But, hey, but shout out to our short listeners. <laughs> hey, hey, shout, shout out to the short man though, you yes. know, hey. 
yes, yes, yes. Shout out. So, <laughs> we love you too. We do. The talls and the smalls. You love them all. <laughs> but oh yeah, that was God. one of the stories, amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that is funny. And he he keeps sending short men. I don't know what it is. I, I attract short men. I don't know why. There you go. Hey, your blessing <laughs> might be in a small package now, sister. <laughs> well, you know what, Anna? I was I was when I listened to you talk about how um just with the social media piece and you had listened to Lexi and those things, I was curious about who some of your comedic role models are. So, you know, certainly present day, but it could even be, you know, historically, like the people when growing up uh, that you were kind of listening to um, and then maybe shaped uh, some of your comedic style or influences. Um, I, I like Ricky Smiley. Um, mm. I like the Steve Harvey. Um, I'm really geared towards the Steve Harvey because he's uh, not only in the stand-up, he's doing television shows, he's mm-hmm. doing games, you know. So um, they're pretty much who I, I look up to, you know, as far as with the mainstream. Um, and, of course, Lexi. Uh, but she she does a lot of more singing now, but, mm-hmm. you know, when she was doing her videos, but yeah, I would say for the mainstream, the Steve Harvey, the Ricky Smiley. So. Mm, that's yeah. yeah, and you mentioned uh, Steve Harvey doing a TV show. And I'm curious about mm-hmm. your own, what are your own hopes for your own comedic future? Like if you, I'm well, well not, not saying you ain't got to tell us all your prayers, but I'm like, <laughs> what do you ask God for? You ain't got to tell us. But, I mean, <laughs> but really, what, what are you, you know, what are your own hopes? If you could just, you know, just cash that vision right now, what what would that be? What would it look like for uh, for Anna, Anna's future? What does it hold? <laughs> well, I, I eventually want to get into television mm-hmm. um, and even movies. Um, I want to work in front of the camera and also behind the camera, um, okay. producing, help producing uh, some of the um, projects or the different uh, television shows that are coming out and uh, kind of put, you know, bits and pieces of messages in there, you know, some inspiration, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty much my goal. Nice. Nice. Do you have a I mean, do you have a sense of your like your comedic philosophy? Like so um, I mean, we talked a little bit about, you know, um, your influences and really the ministry goal, like the the, the outcome to kind of yeah. show people the gospel in some way. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. but I'm curious about um, yeah your your own philosophy and that if there are some things that are kind of comedically off limit or just like y'all that ain't funny we're not gonna <laughs> we, we, I don't I don't mm-hmm. go there or I do mm-hmm. go there. I just wanted to get a sense of how how you make sense of that in your own mind as, even as you continue to develop as as a comic. Well, um, well, first off. Uh, being a gospel comedy or church comedy or mm-hmm. however they call me out there, um, it's it's really it's really really hard because um, there are so many lines and boundaries that people have set that if I cross, yeah. I'm I'm judged. Mm-hmm. You know, either I'm a heathen or I'm going to hell. You know, yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> um, there are certain things as far as, let me see, someone asked me to do a reenactment of the, um, uh, oh goodness, Lord, I can't, I can't even think right now mm-hmm. of the, 
goodness, what do we call it? We do it the first Sunday oh, with communion. Yes. Okay. So someone asked somebody asked so somebody asked me to do a funny reenactment oh. of that, and that's that's something I won't I won't touch. Um, mm-hmm. I just that's just yes. me, mm-hmm. but I I I don't think that is something to make fun of yeah but there are some things i do well yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but there are some things i do cross the line with but i think that (laughs) not that way what what are those things anna if you don't mind like i ain't playing with god Okay. She's like, I ain't playing with that. Well, what are some of the things that you say you cross the line with that you consider crossing the line? Well, as far as the character with the red jacket, you know, she's pretty much a blown out (laughs) minister. You know, she preaches. Matter of fact, I'm posting a video today that I think is gonna pretty much go out there. But Uh as far as you know, with the preaching, some people. Some people can't get with that, you know. They're saying, "Okay, you know, are you making fun of preaching? Are you da da da?" I'm like, "No, I'm just, I'm just bringing a, you know, I'm just reenacting some of the ministers that I see here." And um, but you know, I'm I'm never gonna stop doing that. I'm gonna, but anyway, (laughs) you're right. right. But yeah, um, sometimes with the tongues, sometimes I am I am kind of careful. Um, I did a video with, um, and I think I am Zoe used it when I did the eco style uh, jail oh, video, yes. and I used. Oh my gosh, that was so funny! Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, half the church crucified me for oh, doing that. Goodness. You know, and they yeah. was like, "How dare you?" You know, so um, I crossed the line with that a little bit. I try not to use the tongues a lot, you know, yeah. because I know how sensitive that is okay. towards. You know some of the church people, but um, you know, there's certain things here or there I mess with, and some things that I won't. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's helpful. It's helpful. Yeah. It's good. Mm, mm. That's really helpful. Man, you <laughs> know, and on that tip, um, if you could, how can you encourage really, um, our listeners black, who are black women, um, who are just struggling to laugh right now, like even in those times when you get you know persecuted, right? For you know maybe making a joke about tongues or even preachers, I, I would imagine sometimes that might maybe bring you back bring you down a bit um if you could give just some encouragement to our sisters who are struggling to laugh who are feeling bogged down and weighed down i think that they really would be blessed by um, any encouragement that you can give encouraging them to laugh in the midst of all of those trials um just recently um i posted a video i did a um low-key anointed i think um when you have power Mm. Um, and I walked to the Walmart doors and the doors oh, yes. automatically flew open. Yes. And it was as if I had the power to open up the doors. <laughs> anyway, um, I saw that. one of the ladies posted, she said, you know, I just lost my father mm. a couple of weeks ago mm. and I wasn't able, I wasn't able to laugh. I was, I, I felt like I was stuck in this and just, just stuck. Mm. And she said, I came across her video and I began to laugh and it was like stuff just began to break, mm. you know, it's almost like a freedom. And I was like, I'm sitting here reading this, I'm like, man, you know, all I did was wow. push record and act crazy, but <laughs> she watched it, you know, and wow. she began to laugh and she said that it was like a something just broke off her. Mm. I was like, man, the power mm. of just laughing, yeah. how it, it caused something to just break. So I want to encourage whoever you are mm-hmm. listening to this, laugh. You got to laugh. And, and you got to understand that whatever you're going through, it's going to pass. Mm-hmm. 
you're not going to stay in this situation. It will eventually change. And, and, and right now you take the time out and laugh, you know, let those things go. And the Bible tells us to cast our burdens to him anyway. Yeah. So, so you got to give it to him anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and just laugh and, and, and just for a split second, mm-hmm. just take your mind off of it. That I think laughter helps you take your mm-hmm. mind off things mm-hmm. for a split oh, yeah, second. It does. it does. But um, but yeah, laugh, laugh, and mm-hmm. and then allow that. There's healing. Laughter yeah. is good for the soul. It's in the Bible. Yeah. So every time somebody <laughs> says something, I say, "Hey, I'm in the Bible." I'm, I'm in the text. text. I'm, in the I'm in the text. I'm in the text. So <laughs> that is so good. And thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that um, with us. And yeah, because really humor really is resistance, right? It's a resistance mm-hmm. against the trials in our own lives is the res- resistance against the own, yeah. um, our own mm-hmm. battles, you know, that we're carrying that are outside um, that, that are happening mm-hmm. in our world and invading us. So, so we, we need y'all, we need your yeah. ministry and we're grateful for it. And so, um, thank you. So I will, uh, I, this is your time. We want you to plug your work. Tell us, uh, tell our listeners how they can follow you. Or if there's any projects you want them to be on the lookout for, please, this is your time. You have the floor, ma'am, <laughs> or the table, should I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys can follow me on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Anna Douglas. And on Instagram, it's Anna C. Douglas, because somebody took Anna Douglas already, so I had to put the C in the middle of it. So Anna C. Douglas on Instagram. I'm also on YouTube. I know a lot of people don't really like to go on the social media Mm -hmm. sites of Facebook and Instagram, so I'm on YouTube, Anna Douglas. Um, Actually, Anna Douglas Show. So yeah, um, check me out on YouTube. And um. I have a website, um, www.annadouglasentertainment.com. You could check me out there. Okay. Um, um, right now, I got some things coming up. Um, I'm possibly getting ready to go on a tour. Yeah. I can't really give you a lot of detail with that because <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I, can't, but, I can't. But be out on the lookout. That's all right. Be out on the lookout, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I can't because I can't. <laughs> so, um, I may be coming to a city near you. Woo-hoo. So, um, check your listenings and uh, and follow me, follow me, follow me. So, um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to bring laughter. I'm honored to be able to bring laughter to to people across mm. the world. You'll be amazed at how many people tag in or plug in. Awesome. So. Um, yeah. yeah, check me out. Yeah, yeah. Thank well, thanks so much for coming to the table, Anna. We really appreciate you joining us. Um, now, Christina, do you have like any thoughts, any more thoughts about humor as, humor as resistance and, and uh, yeah, and just what, what does it mean for, or how does God even relate to humor? Yeah, I mean, you know what's fascinating is that if you think about, you know, in God's sovereignty and his, in, in, in our, how we've been creatively designed, the fact that we laugh, mm-hmm. um, that God has God has given us an ability to laugh um, as a part of our very being. It's a very unique human quality. Um, and as we talk about all of the different attributes of God and God's holiness, right, and God's sovereignty and things that are exclusively uh, in, in, in the wheelhouse of, of God's attributes. But then we also have attributes that we as believers can, mm-hmm. can share with God. And I yep. think, I think that humor is actually one of those things. <laughs> I think that, is, yeah. um, that we see 
God uh, throughout scripture, uh, using language, uh, particularly if we look at it in this original context, that shows a level of, um, that shows like creative humor and vibrancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, in, and certainly if you look at the, the New Testament um, with Jesus's interaction and in the, in the Old Testament, looking at the prophets, I mean, it's, it's, hard, yeah. it's hard for me not to compare some of those exchanges with like the dozens uh, as we would look at <laughs> within the African-American community, like the... Um, not what's the dozens for some in our community that might not even know what that well, is what's the they can use the google.com no but yeah the, the, <laughs> the, the dozens the dozens are really a way of using uh of of humor to kind of put people in their place and mm-hmm. um and kind of going back and forth and back and forth and i think when you see the name calling that jesus uses even in uh in in the new testament when he's talking to people who are um who see themselves too highly you see him talking to uh hypocritical pharisees when you see him uh lead with this language i think he's sincere but there's also a humor element too because it's a really fast way to disarm an opponent and and humble them quickly um Mm. and i and i think also just the gift of being able to laugh i imagine jesus having true friendship with um, his disciples um, and 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 them really being <laughs> a brothers and sisters that laughed together and ate together and uh, reminisced together and um, just that's a that's just an absolute gift is, is what how I would kind of start that discussion. What about you, E? What do you think about what comes to mind for you when you think about the role of humor? Um, yeah, in the life of created people, but in believers specifically or God's hand in, in humor in general. Yeah, you know, um, when I think about humor and God and uh, I first there's a couple of passages that I think about. Uh, the, the first one that really comes to mind is when um, the prophet Nathan mm-hmm. uh, rebukes David. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. I don't know if it was meant to be a joke, but to me. <laughs> It wasn't meant to be a joke, actually. He was rebuking David, and he's uh, the prophet Nathan goes to him because after you know we know at this point David had um, committed adultery mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know sin, well, and murder at this point. Yeah, uh, trying to cover up uh, his sin. This is in Second Samuel. Let's see, chapter twelve, I believe, um, somewhere around there. And you know David's like in the story, like, oh my goodness, how could this person do this? You know, like, that, like how trifling uh-huh. is this person? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Nathan's like, you are the man. You know, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> you know, it's so, it was like the plot twist of life. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, dang, that's crazy. I, I just <laughs> thought it was just so um, funny in, in the ways that we, we are so quick, you know, to indict others for the same sins that we commit. Mm. Um, and, and, and of course with David here, we see like he's broken, he's contrite, right? He turns after he is exposed. He does turn, he does the right thing that he's supposed to do. Confess the sin, repent, turn. He does a revel in it, you know, which is where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't make our boast in our sins. We make our boast in the Lord. And so, uh, but I, I just thought it was just, it's just so the, 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 the irony and just human nature, just seeing just how like, oh my goodness, we are really all the same. Like we do the same thing and the Lord is always there by grace though. Right. This was such a gracious act. 
really for the prophet Nathan to go to David and, uh, and, and, and speak to him, you know, in, uh, through a story in a way that he could understand. Um, and then of course flip the script on him and let him know that I'm talking about you. Uh, but I just thought it was just so funny because God does that like Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the Mm -hmm. time. And it does not feel funny at the time, but when you (laughs) look back, you go, grace makes it funny right right? grace makes it funny because our sins want to kill us right and if we just continue on that path then we know that there is quite literally hell to pay right if we don't find our hope and our faith in jesus but grace allows us to be able to laugh at our own absurdity Mm. um and thank god Mm -hmm. um and bask you know in that in that gracious act um so i think about that then i also think about proverbs 31 yeah and now, now I, hear, I, feel, I hear our listeners getting tight. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm not about to preach a sermon on <laughs> Proverbs 31. I know, I know we got issues with her. I know we got issues. We got to talk through this. It's, it's, it's the church, y'all. It's the church. <laughs> it's, it's the church. I mean, it ain't the scripture. It's the church. Help us, God. Um, like, yeah, never mind. I was about to go on a tangent. I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay focused. Um, that's, a, that's a whole episode, that, that, Kim. <laughs> Proverbs 31. It would be a whole episode. I'm like. Oh my gosh, your goal in life is not to be this woman. Okay, I'm so. <laughs> but um, I'm thinking about how the scripture talks about in Proverbs 31 um, about how she laughs at the future, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, to come, and which I think is so interesting, right? Because it's it's because God is sovereign that we can laugh um, at the future. We can laugh even though we know that our future is filled with what is filled with, with joy and highs, but it's also filled with sorrow and a lot of lows Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and suffering. That's just the reality of life in this fallen world. It's up, it's down, it's mixed. You know, we're, we're, as a Christians, we're always sorrowful yet rejoicing. Um, But I always think about that, that scripture where it's just like, she has her hopes so set on, on God, you know, that she knows that no matter what happens, she and all of us as believers are fighting from victory. And so she can laugh. She and we together can actually laugh at the future because we know um, that God holds that future. And so, um, so I think I think about laughter in the face of a lot of sorrow, um, a lot of adversity, um, and even think about what's going on even, uh, this week with, you know, with, uh, you know, we usually don't talk pop culture, but I'll bring it up. Uh, Kanye's, uh, you know, uh, statement, uh, very, you know, I would say ignorant statement, not pejoratively, but it just was an ignorant statement, um, about and hurtful statement about how 400 years of slavery was a choice. Um, and then what does black Twitter do? Black Twitter goes ahead and flips it, right. And makes a hashtag. (laughs) If, Slavery was a choice, right? And you see all of these hilarious memes about calling in, you know, putting in your your uh, calling in your PTO, you know, so you can't go, so you can't go to the field today because you got a sick day. Like all of these just hilarious, hilarious jokes that um, that that reflect right the fact that we are image bearers made in the image of God, a God who loves humor, a, a guy, a, a God who um, delights, you know, in in good things, in in um, praiseworthy things and things that are joyful. And I think we reflect that as a community in so many beautiful and magnificent ways in the face, particularly in the face of oppression, in the face of, um, how can you say, um, slanderous (laughs) statements, in the face of uh, so much. We somehow, by God's grace, are able to dig in and find the humor in just about any old thing. And if that's not a God thing, then I don't know what it is. Well, and the fact that, that laughter and lament 
can coexist at the yep. same time, like yep. that they don't necessarily have to cancel each other out. If you think about mm-hmm. um, Proverbs fourteen thirteen talks about laughter can conceal a heavy heart, but when that yeah. laughter ends, the mm-hmm. grief remains. And so, um, you know, we talk about tra- trauma yeah. laughter a lot on. <laughs> truth table but but and and that so we're not in denial with our laughter the laughter doesn't mean that there's not real hurt there's not real pain there's not real suffering um it's just that the laughter is can be used to move us from moment to moment when pain feels like it's putting our feet in cement and that laughter is a real a real release Uh, it allows us to move um to move through our day, to move through our life, to move through seasons, to look back on things and laugh. And I've, I've been amazed at the things that people have been able <laughs> to laugh about um, in their life when you, I mean, really painful and difficult things, but still to be able to find a glimmer of humor, uh, just a, a little a kernel of it, which is almost a bit of a gift to be able to process and to move through difficult feelings um, or expressions. What would you say are... are are things that are off limits. Um, you know, there there are some comedians who I think are like, you know what, oh, everything is on the table. We laugh about any and everything. <laughs> like everything's on the table. Are there things where you would say like, that's not funny? <laughs> like, don't we're not laughing about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, well, I would have said, you know, yeah. Well, I think anything that's going to um, under dehumanize. You know, a, a, a fellow image bearer, that to me is something that is not to be made fun of or joked about. And so I had a real um, issue with, um, I think it was one of Dave Chappelle's latest um, specials. I couldn't even get through it. It was a Netflix special and he was making jokes about trans people um, that were very transphobic. Um, he was making jokes about rape that were just beyond the pale totally inappropriate um and i just think anything like that that's going to dehumanize somebody um and make us see them as less than what they were created to be or makes um, make um make light of um people's real traumas particularly when it comes to sexual violence that's just not something that's funny at all um and so i think anything when we when we get down to uh, when we get to matters of the Yamaga day, I think we're, we're heading toward dangerous territory, yeah, yeah. Um, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 What, what, what do you think? Well, yeah. And I was, yeah, certainly matters of the Imago day image, image bearers, uh, and, and, cer- and certainly mm-hmm. what that, that points to, which is, uh, the Godhead, right? So, um, yeah. joking that demeans or attempts to demean, um, yeah, the holiness, the beauty, the sovereignty, the authority of God, and and really joking away areas in which we're actually being called to godly sorrow. So I think so. I think that yep. we have to watch yeah. that within our own selves, right? Like um, our, our our sinfulness wants us to laugh away the moments where we actually probably need to begin weeping and feel yep. Uh, yep. godly mm-hmm. repentance, right? That brings exactly. about the fruit. I mean, godly, godly mm-hmm. sorrow that brings out the fruit of real repentance. And so sometimes we are tempted to laugh at or minimize or uh, joke past something We're like, oh, it's no big deal. It's just a, ra- a racial joke. It's no big deal. You know, no, actually, no, those things really are a big right. deal. And so I think we have to watch when we're tempted to use humor or joking to miss the gracious opportunity to actually weep. 
Um, so, and yeah. so we, like I yeah. said, we can laugh and lament at the same time, but we need to be watching for when we're using our laughter to avoid repentance or forgiving someone else or repairing what we've damaged as it relates to someone else. I think those would be times for us yeah. to be mindful of making sure that we're not um, exploiting our humor and putting humor on sin's agenda um, so that we move further away from the grace of repentance. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that's, that's really good. Cause what you don't want to do is use your laughter as um, a defense mechanism and you, you don't want to use your laughter um, as a weapon, right? A, a weapon that's pointed at somebody yeah. else. That's what you don't want to do. Um, you don't want somebody shouldn't, people shouldn't leave your presence um, with internal bleeding, like not knowing that they got hit in the moment, <laughs> but when they leave, you know, they like, Ooh, like, you know, like my soul hurts. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. There, there's something that some of you, you uh, my soul is crushed, like from being from this person, right? Because the Bible does talk about how we should not be, um, we should abstain from coarse joking, oh, right? Man. <laughs> that, You're walking down the street. Joking that's like, uh uh-uh. like wait a minute yeah. like now now you now you're 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 you're, you're crushing yeah. people's souls now i think laughter is meant to in its best form is meant to be a form of like an affirmation or confirmation if yeah. you will um i remember this quote from quincy jones where he said um I, and i always love this quote I've, he says i've always thought that a big laugh is a really loud noise from the soul saying ain't that the mm-hmm. truth and I don't know it's how like else to describe amen. it. I yeah, it's, it's so like a it's like a emotive, uh, physical amen. Absolutely, yep. I I totally agree it's, with you. Mm-hmm. It's it's a beautiful quote, and it's it is so true. So, um, so yeah, so so that would be, you know, my thoughts, our thoughts, and of course, we want to hear from you, our listeners. Give us your thoughts on humor as resistance and what God has to do with all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And of course, thank you for sitting at the table with us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truth Table or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable.com. And we also have a website where you can submit us if you want to book us at truthstable.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on the Satchel Podcast Player. Truth Table is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. And we have been your hosts, Akemini and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.